You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Get on. <laughs> All right, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. Brian Donovan, he's an animal behaviorist and a dog trainer. And he's not here. He's he is in New Zealand. Getting married. He is yes. out. He's in the future. In the future. That is, That is. yeah, he's <laughs> off in the future. Uh, but sitting across from me tonight. Ah, my name is Matt Fox. Hey, Matt Fox. Hey, Jamie Flanagan. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm here to make sure everybody has a good time. Pushing the buttons for us, Sam Nork. Hello. Hey, Sam. Hi, Hi. Sam. And uh, Sam is a wrangled a guest. We got a, a press release. Hot off the presses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a press release the other day, and I responded to it, and uh, I was and I copied Sam on it. Yeah, and she's like, "Should I follow up and uh, see if they want to?" I go, "Yeah, that's why I copied you on it." So <laughs> yeah, just see if uh, yeah. If, if How rude! And uh, no, I was like, no. She was like, "Should I? Should I do that?" I yeah, I just keep her in the loop. But I was like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, yeah, jump on that, go for it." This is a really exciting press release, and uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Paul Watson, Captain Paul Watson of the Sea Shepherd, SeaShepherd.org, uh, Animal Planet, Whale Wars fame. Uh, but he's still out there, the doing the doing the good work. And there's been some some moving and shaking uh, of late, uh, and the stuff in the news. And then I did a search, and there's some other weird stuff in the news too. Huh. So we're gonna get the whole lowdown in the skinny from Paul about that. We're gonna talk about uh, pet names. Oh, fun! Um, fun. Number one pet name, Sam. Max. Sam. Oh, Sam. Sam! It is Sam. Uh, no. Well, it's my favorite pet. Is Sam? Wait. My Wait. sister had a cat named Sam, I swear to God. Wait, really? And 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 my friend Jenny had a dog named Sam. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's meant to be. And my and, and, and my favorite intern, Sam. Oh hell not, not intern. Producer. Right? Oh yeah. I've moved up. Producer in the world. Sam. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about pet names and uh, we're gonna torment Samantha with some uh, Oh no headlines. Sweet. So when I was reading the news, that's how I came across this press release. And uh, we have some really interesting headlines for uh, Matthew to throw at Samantha to see if she can discern. Uh, I'm going to cry. Put my reading skills. uh, What's what and why is why. But before we get to those goofy shenanigans, uh, we're going to serious it up a a little bit first. And we're going to call Paul Paul. Watson. Yeah. I wonder, are we calling the ship? Um, I don't know. Is he going to be on the water? It's like a rave party. Hey, Paul. Hi, how are you? Excellent. It's Jamie from Animal Talk. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Matt and Samantha. And uh, we received a press release earlier, and we're so glad that you were able to uh, take some time and and talk with us this evening. Oh, my pleasure. So there's been some some shifting and some changing, uh, because you are the leader there at the seashepherd.org and you've been out fighting the good fight. People are very familiar with it from like, what was it like six, seven years of whale wars on, on animal planet? Well, it's been more than a decade. Uh, we've been uh, going out. To, oh, well on animal planet. Yes. But we've been going out since 2005. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're animal- doing it before the show and you're still fighting the fight. And, uh, the, the, with the Japanese and, and other people, uh, rogue whalers, um, just really destroying the uh, environment out there. But th- there was a, there was a, a, a Japan came to a, a realization today or recently. What, what's the news uh, from the Sea Shepherd and the work that you've done? 
Japan made an announcement uh, yesterday that they're going to um, no longer do so-called research whaling and that they will continue with commercial whaling hmm. and uh, in their own waters. Now, why that's significant, it means uh, that they'll have to withdraw from the Southern Ocean Whale Sanctuary. Okay. And that means whaling in the Southern Ocean is ended, which is a very positive development. They're also going to resign from the International Whaling Commission. That's also a positive development because for 30 years they've been blocking any conservation measures by the IWC. And that means next year we'll have our South Atlantic uh, Whale Sanctuary. Oh, that's wonderful. And what this... What this decision by Japan means is that the entire southern hemisphere will be free of whaling. So the Antarctic is uh, going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be freed. Yeah, right. All right, that's great. Yeah. So the International there's, there's Whaling of- Commission. Who's involved in the International Whaling Commission? What are the big players in that? Well, the International Whaling Commission was established in uh, 1946 by the whaling industry to regulate the whaling industry, mm. but by the mid 80s. It had evolved into a conservation organization with uh, the majority of voting members being whale, pro-whale conservation, uh, which uh, sort of isolated the whaling nations, Japan, Iceland, and uh, Norway. And uh, this last uh, meeting of the IWC in Brazil a few months ago uh, resulted in what was called the Florianopolis Declaration, which the IWC said they're never going to entertain the idea of, um, ending com- uh, of resuming commercial whaling. It's not going to happen. So Japan, we suspected, was going to withdraw, and they did, because they, they simply can't get their way with the International Whaling Commission. Now, whaling in itself is illegal, correct? All commercial whaling is illegal. Uh, that's That moratorium on commercial whaling was established in 1986, uh, and it's still in effect, and uh, the IWC has sees no future in turning it over. Is that just in the Southern Hemisphere, or whaling is illegal everywhere? Commercial whaling is illegal everywhere. Okay. So Iceland and Norway have been blatantly uh, violating that moratorium Hmm. for 30 years. Okay. And Japan also, but Japan has been going under the so-called guise of that. Their their whaling is research whaling. But in in 2014, the... um, the International Court of Justice ruled that that was fraudulent and uh, it was, in fact, uh, commercial whaling. So Japan, you know, there's a lot of confusion about this story because people are saying Canada, Japan's going to resume commercial whaling. Japan never stopped commercial whaling, okay. so nothing changes there. Wow. Okay. So, I, I, but it comes down to, well, you're not the boss of me. Why can, uh, you know, the United States and, and other concerned countries say, Hey, whaling, you can't do it anymore. And Japan says, yeah, well, good for you. I'm going to whale. I mean, so what, uh, what, you know, how did, how did, you know, how do we, how do we, uh, how do we well, say that? How do we stop? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The International Whaling Commission was uh, formed, uh, and is the only recognized body by the United Nations, uh, to regulate whaling. So therefore its rulings are law. And, uh, Japan was a signatory to that as were Norway and Iceland. So by, Commercially whaling now, they're in, in violation of a, of an international regulatory body that they signed on and agreed to abide by. Okay. All right. So I was like, yeah, so it's, it's kind of, you're not the boss of me, but uh, they are the boss of themselves. And if they signed on to it, then they, they should uphold to it. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but they've been doing it under the guise of scientific research up to now? Yes, uh yeah, and because uh, no commercial activity is allowed in the Southern Ocean Whale Sanctuary, there's no possible way. 
that they can go back to the Southern Ocean Whale Sanctuary. But I think the the real reason for this is economic. Um, their factory ship, the Nishan Maru, is going to be retired soon, and to replace it would be about five hundred million dollars. Wow! Uh, the only reason they need that factory ship is to go to the Southern Ocean. They don't need it to do commercial whaling in their own waters. Mm. Also, uh, there's a lot of political pressure in Japan to not build that ship. There's a lot of political pressure against whaling in Japan. The only reason that whaling continues, because it makes no money, it hasn't made money for decades, right. is it's highly subsidized. Uh, I think last year, $45 million in subsidies. Uh, the reason it continues is because Prime Minister Abe is from a traditional whaling community, and the directors on the uh, whaling uh, uh, company's board, which is owned by the Japanese government, are all former politicians who get six-figure salaries, and they don't want to lose those positions. And the... Uh, crew that crew on the whaling ships are supplied by a union which is controlled by the yakuza uh the japanese mafia which has a lot of uh, political power in japan so it continues for political reasons and it loses a, an, a lot of money they uh, in order to keep sea shepherd from intervening against their activities which we were able to effectively do for years mm -hmm. they had to invest 50 million dollars in security including uh, military grade uh, real-time surveillance and, uh, you know, that kept us from uh, closing in on them over the last year. But uh, they would have to keep that up to keep us away from them. They would have to spend that kind of money every year. So it really comes down to a, a tremendous cost and the fact that they really are under a lot of pressure to get out from under them. So you, you, you said that you were having a hard time finding them uh, in the past year. So what happens when you find them? You pull up next to them and you go, "Hey, you're duty heads. You shouldn't kill whales." What do you what do you what do you do? What can you do? Well, don't confuse us with Greenpeace. We don't do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what uh, uh, what's a seashepherd.org doing? What are you guys doing out there on the waves when you encounter someone doing illegal whaling or you know, just whaling period because it's we, illegal? We block their ability to kill whales huh. uh, by positioning our ships behind their slipways and interfering with their uh with their harpoon vessels, but primarily by blocking their uh, loading operations. If they can't load a dead whale, they can't kill any more. And uh, that's been highly effective. Uh, we were able to reduce their, uh, their kill quota, usually about 30% one year, uh, down to 10%. Yeah. And uh, so they were losing a terrific amount of money. We estimate about $200 million over the time that we were uh, intervening against them. So yeah, so money uh, money makes the world go round. I was uh, I was going to ask you that earlier, and then you, you said they've been losing money. So, it, but they keep it going just for the political pressure and jobs and the union. That's uh, really amazing. But how how big is the uh, whaling industry? What kind of numbers uh, are going on there? It, it's not very big at all. Uh, less than one percent of the Japanese people actually eat whale meat. Okay. There's thousands of tons of whale meat in refrigerated warehouses in Japan. They can't sell. Uh, there's no demand for it, really. It's, uh, it's just uh, subsidized for political purposes. That is uh, simply astounding. So uh, as far as you're intervening with these vessels, uh, there's there's rumors and, and stories of old of uh, the Sea Shepherd uh, crew actually ramming uh, whaling vessels. Uh, is there truth in those? Oh, there's not a, we've not only rammed vessels. We've, uh, in the case of Iceland and Norway, we've sunk their vessels. Oh my, oh my goodness! goodness. Oh, people, With people on these them, these people are posted. 
Yeah. Oh, nobody's ever on them when we sink them. They're sinking with dark side. But they're poachers <laughs> oh, in yeah. operation. That's why, for instance, in 1986, we sank half of Iceland's whaling fleet and destroyed the whale processing plant and shut down their operations for 17 years. Oh, my goodness. I uh, went to Iceland and demanded to be arrested uh, for that, and they told me to leave the country. Uh, oh, my The gosh. Minister of Justice stood up in the parliament, and he said, who does he think he is? He comes into our country and demands to be arrested. Get him out of here. <laughs> they knew that to put me on trial would be to put themselves on trial for their illegal activities. Oh, wow. my. That's okay. Thank you but you did, you have been detained and you have been in Germany, I believe. You Were you under house arrest and were you under, uh, you know, threat of a- extradition? Well, I've been detained many times, but I've never been convicted of uh, any felony ever. Um, but the German thing is interesting. In 20, It's a little complicated, but in 2012, what happened uh, is that uh, Japan sued the United sued us in the U.S. courts. Uh, the justice in uh, Seattle told the Japanese uh, that he wasn't going to give them what they wanted because they came into his courtroom with unclean hands because they're in contempt of the Australian federal court. And uh, so that should have been the end of it. But uh, in December of that year, the Ninth Circuit Court overturned the Justice Jones from Seattle and gave them their injunction without any reason why. Mm. And then we were immediately charged with there are 21 counts of contempt of a federal court injunction. So in November of uh, 2013, we went to court and we were acquitted on those charges. And then uh, a year later, the Ninth Circuit overturned that ruling and found us guilty of them without any explanation. I never even saw the judges and made the decision. And uh, But one of them was Alex uh, Kaczynski, who was later uh, dismissed for sexual harassment. But um, <laughs> what happened was is that we um, the, he ordered us to pay damages to the Japanese, which could, could have been $30, $40 million. Sure. Uh, but the Japanese didn't want damages. Uh, they were a little surprised at the ruling that the judge was going to give them the damages. And the reason they didn't want damages is because they would have to open their books to us if we were to pay damages. Uh-huh. So they agreed to settle on us just paying their uh, their legal fees. And their legal fees were $2.5 million. Whoa. Well, we paid the, two, we paid the $2.5 million, and the next day we charged them with piracy for destroying one of our boats, and we went to court. This meant they had to turn over, open their books. <laughs> they didn't want to do that, so they were facing contempt charges themselves. Right. And so we went into mediation with them because we didn't want to go to trial. It would have cost us 7 or $8 million. Sure. So yeah. we... we um, we went to mediation and we made an agreement with them. So uh, they said we agreed that Sea Shepherd USA would not intervene against their activities in the Southern Ocean. But uh, anything, but Sea Shepherd's a movement. For, so 45 different other entities from Sea Shepherd could. Only Sea Shepherd USA wouldn't. And they also gave us back uh, uh, an amount uh, an amount of money that I'm not allowed by the court here. I'm not allowed to say how much they gave us back, but. Uh, it all came out pretty good for us. Okay. Very all nice. right. Um, there was some uh, extradition. Did uh, Costa Rica want you for a little bit as well? Again, that's a little complicated. In 2002, <laughs> I stopped some shark operations off of uh, off of uh, Guatemala at the request of the Guatemalan government. And uh, I was charged, actually, uh, initially with eight counts of attempted murder. Oh. But we were making the film called Shark Water. We filmed everything. We went into the Costa Rican courts. They saw the evidence, and they dismissed the charges against me. Oh a week gosh. later, I was charged with eight counts of uh, assault. Again, we went into court. I showed the film, and the, the charges were dismissed against me. And I never heard another thing from them for 10 years until uh, 
2012, when I was entering Germany, I was arrested on the charge of a thing called shipwreck endangerment by Costa Rica. But this was really just a front for the Japanese who wanted me arrested. And uh, because it happened after the president of Costa Rica met with the prime minister of Japan. Yeah. Now, to show you how political this is, is that uh, about six months ago, uh, Costa Rica dropped the charges against me and dismissed me on the red notice. And uh, and because there was a new change of government. So the new government didn't go along with that political uh, position. And uh, now our vessels are back in Costa Rica working on conservation uh, efforts in, uh, in uh, Cocos Island. Hmm. Now, the Japanese have got me on uh, the red list because, uh, in fact, I don't know if you know what the uh, Interpol red list is, but it, it's for primarily for uh, war criminals, serial killers, and major drug traffickers. Yeah. I'm the only person in, in its history to be put on that list for conspiracy to board a whaling ship. Good for, you. Good for you. Conspiracy to do it. And <laughs> that was because uh, the vessel, the Adigil, which was destroyed and cut in two by a Japanese whaler, their captain on board, Pete Bethune, went on board the uh, the, Nisha, on the Shonen Maru to confront their captain for destroying his ship. And he was arrested and charged with trespassing on the whaling ship and brought to uh, Japan and put on trial. But he did a plea deal with the prosecutor whereby... The, if he agreed to say that I ordered him to board the uh, the Shonen Maru, they would give him a suspended sentence. Now, not only did I not order him to board, I'm on the show Whale Wars advising him to not do that. Right. Uh, so anyway, he signed that and they immediately charged me with a conspiracy to board a whaling ship or, or to trespass. Uh, a year and a half later, Pete Bethune signed an affidavit saying that he lied to the Japanese in order to get the suspended sentence. And because of that, uh, Secretary of State John Kerry allowed me to come back into the United States uh, because it was obviously a, a setup. But Japan refuses to accept that affidavit, and so they're trying to keep me from traveling by keeping me on board on the uh, Interpol red list. But I, I think they will soon be able to take that, take care of that. Uh, we're working on that with Interpol through a parliamentary committee in the European Union and through the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights. Paul, it's just fascinating. All these players, I need a bulletin board and red string and pins to just keep it all straight. It's wild. But you're out there and you're costing people money. I mean, you're costing people that are doing irreputable things money. Uh, Are are you afraid that, uh, you know, Jimmy the Hook is going to be coming for you? I mean, uh, you know, are they gunning for you? I don't think so. Um, you know, we don't. Actually, those are the least dangerous of our campaigns. Our anti-fishing campaigns are far more dangerous. Right now, we have a vessel patrolling uh, in the waters of Gabon, uh, Liberia, wow. uh, and San Tome. Another vessel patrolling in the waters of Mozambique, Tanzania, and Kenya. Another vessel in the Mediterranean, and they're going after poachers. And uh, just yesterday, we busted another big poaching operation. Uh, so we're really making a difference on both the east and west coast of Africa. Uh, we have uh, a crew working full time in a vessel on board in the Sea of Cortez uh, to protect the endangered Paquito porpoise. And I'm quite confident if it wasn't for our last five years there, that the Paquito would now be extinct. We've pulled in over 900 illegal nets, uh, totaling about 120,000 uh, meters. 
and uh, costing the poachers over well over a million dollars in the, in the in those net losses. We're working in partnerships with governments now. So our campaign in Mexico, we're carrying Mexican sailors on board. In Africa, we're taking on board armed sailors from uh, Gabon and Liberia and on the West Coast from Tanzania. And we're also working now in partnership with Costa Rica, Ecuador, and the Galapagos, and Peru. Mm. Uh, we've been working in Galapagos since 2000 to guard the uh, Galapagos Marine Reserve, uh, and we set up an AIS system to monitor all illegal activities. We sponsor a canine unit there that uh, sniffs out uh, you know, wildlife smuggling. Uh, we, we train the dogs. Uh, we, we take care of the dogs, and when they're retired, we find homes for the dogs. Uh, so that's been a highly effective campaign. Through all your efforts, then, you know, protecting the gracious, they, these animals are fantastic. They're gracious. I've seen them up close myself. How, how, how many have you actually saved in all of these efforts that you've uh, put forth over the past decade plus? Well, it's hard to say. In the Southern Ocean, I, we, we can say for a fact that we saved over 6,000 whales from the harpoons because that's how many they did not get in their quota because of our interventions. Mm, that's great. Um, I think that the vaquita would be extinct if we weren't there. Uh, when it comes to fish and turtles and that, we're looking into the millions, really. Well, sure. with the fish and turtles into the tens of thousands. We have people on the beaches in Nicaragua right now and may off a small island between Mozambique and, uh, and Madagascar. And uh, we've also been working in Guatemala and in Honduras. And what we do is protect the uh, turtle nests from poachers. We have a crew right now in Nicaragua that spent their Christmas doing just that. Hmm. So it's it's a lot more than 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 just whales. Yeah. Uh, so what else is uh, on the endangered species list? What's like a hot spot for you right now that uh, is drawing a lot of your attention? Well, to be perfectly honest, everything in the ocean should be on the endangered species list. The oceans are dying, hmm. and uh, if the oceans die, we all die. It's our life support system. And, uh, you know, all this talk about climate change, I mean, nobody even talks about the thing that regulates climate more than anything else, which is the ocean. Right. <laughs> you know, if we want to save, uh, if we want to start address climate change, what we need to do is to shut down all industrial fishing operations and allow the ocean to repair itself. There's been a 40% diminishment in phytoplankton populations in the ocean since 1950. And phytoplankton provides over 70% of the oxygen that we breathe. And one of the reasons there has been a diminishment is because we're killing whales and seabirds, and they're the farmers of the ocean. They provide the nutrients, the uh, iron and the nitrogen in their feces, uh, which uh, basically they're, they're the farmers of the ocean. They just, you know, the phytoplankton are there because of them. If you remove whales and seabirds from the ocean, you remove, the, uh, you remove phytoplankton. That's it's amazing. Um, so, what's your background? I mean, it, it seems so scientific. Uh, tell do you us have, about your childhood. Yeah, Paul. tell me, tell me about your childhood, Paul. Uh, what's your What's your background? Because this is so deeply scientific. The stuff you're talking about. Well, I started doing what I was doing when I was 11 years old, uh, rescuing beavers in eastern Canada where I was Aww. raised. And, uh, you know, I spent a summer when I was 10 swimming with a family of beavers. And uh, the next summer I went back, couldn't find them, and, mm. uh, found the trappers had taken them all. So that winter I began to walk the trap lines, uh, rescuing the animals and destroying the traps. So that's where I began. But when I was 18, I was the youngest uh, founding member of Greenpeace. And then I left Greenpeace uh, in 1977 when I was 26 to found the Sea Shepherd Society. And I've been doing that now for 40, 41 years. So just you're pretty much self-taught then and just all this, uh, just the personal research you, to learn all this. It's, it's You're just such a wealth of well, information. Yeah. Also, yeah, I did go to sea. I worked in the Norwegian and Swedish Merchant Marine. I worked in the Canadian Coast Guard. So that's where I got my sea training. I did go to uh, university. My major was communications. Okay. okay. 
Wow, it's a that's amazing. All right, so the southern hemisphere somewhat contained for for the whaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's happening in the northern hemisphere, and and what's next? Well, there's whaling in Norway, Iceland, and and in Japan. Yeah. And uh, really, what happened is the whalers have retreated from pelagic whaling to their own shores. Mm-hmm. Uh, this last summer, we had a crew in Iceland. We documented the killing of every single whale that was taken place there. It's never been done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we caught them killing uh, a blue whale, which was illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, the reason we didn't intervene is we didn't have any ships in place to intervene. So that's why our group in the United Kingdoms uh, spent the whole summer there just documenting it. Uh, this next com- next coming year in uh, June, we will have vessels uh, intervening against Icelandic whaling. Um, so that that's an ongoing thing. And uh, we'll be looking at what Japan's doing. We have crews in uh, Japan uh, opposing the killing of dolphins in Taiji, Japan. We've been doing that for a number of years. It's difficult when you're working with inside these countries because you're subject to their laws. Uh, we've been working very hard to try and stop whaling in the Danish Faroe Islands. We had a crew there all this last summer, too. And uh, so Sea Shepherd really isn't an organization. It's it's a movement. Uh, they're all separate entities in about 40 different countries, but we all work together. And under the auspices of Sea Shepherd Global, the ships are operating. We have about 14 ships at sea. Okay. Hmm. So how do people, if people were interested, they're like, this is this is crazy. I want to help save the oceans. How can people get involved? What can they what can they do? They can get in touch with us at seashepherd.org on our website or on Facebook. And uh, there's different levels. Uh, people can volunteer to work on, on the ships. Right. They can oh, be wow. shore volunteers or they can uh, just be supporters. It's, uh, it all, it's all very important. Excellent. Yeah, okay. We talked to, I mean, we, 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 when you're, the show was on the Animal Planet, was the first time we talked to you. And we talked to a few other people uh, from your crew. Paul Hammerstad, is Paul still with you? Or Pete, I'm sorry, Pete. Peter Hammerstad, yes. Yeah. He, He's in charge of our African campaigns right now. Oh, excellent. And then uh, there's a girl, Fiona. Fact, uh, he, he, he and Sid Chakravarti did an amazing thing uh, uh, three years ago. It's just been made into a, a documentary film called Chasing the Thunder. It was the longest pursuit of a poacher in maritime history when oh. they chased the poaching vessel Thunder from this coast of Antarctica all the way to equatorial West Africa, where they sank their own ship in front of us to keep to destroy the evidence. But our crew boarded the sinking ship and got the evidence, and uh, the captain, two officers, went to prison, and the company was fined 17 million euros. Whoa. Whoa. That's amazing. That is... Uh... It's like superhero kind yeah. of stuff. It's like uh, Paul is. It's just. It's astounding. Um, so people, the the website is just Sea Shepherd. It's so hard to say. Dot org. Sea Shepherd dot I'm a boy with troubles with my s's. <laughs> well, sea Shepherd. Yes. Yeah. The easiest way to remember how to spell shepherd is sheep herd without one e. Ah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, Sea Shepherd. Sea dot org. Um, Thanks for doing everything you do. It's just truly, it's always uh, fascinating to get these updates, and uh, we really appreciate it. Um, anything else that uh, we need to know about? Well, Sea Shepherd's involved in a lot of other things, too, like trying to deal with uh, plastic pollution uh, in the ocean and, uh, you know, habitat destruction in the ocean. We recently had a campaign to the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did stop uh, Chevron and uh, in from drilling in the Great Australian Bight uh, two years ago, and we're continuing the fight there. Uh, we uh, Actually, one of the really fascinating stories is we found a Chinese drift net fleet in the Indian Ocean, 
and uh, drift nets have been illegal since 1997. Mm. And so what we did was we began to chase them, and we chased them all the way back to China. And as we were approaching the Chinese coast, there were three Chinese naval vessels there, and the fishing boats uh, that we were chasing uh-huh. said they were being pursued by pirates, meaning us. Yeah. <laughs> the Chinese navy, the Chinese navy said, "What's this all about?" And we told them what they were doing and what evidence we had. And the Chinese navy said, "Bring them in." And we brought them in up the river into China. And all those captains were uh, charged. They had their licenses removed, and the companies were fined. Ooh. Oh, wow. Jeez. Might have got even messier after you guys left. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, wow. Probably, but the thing is that the Chinese uh, recognized that we had the evidence. And, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. they, um, and, they, and they acted on that. But it's just crazy. Like, Japan it is kind of the antithesis of that. And you think it wouldn't, it wouldn't be. Uh, that they'd be more cooperative, but the, they're not. Mm. Ah. No, the uh, Japanese, Japan's one, the two most um, destructive nations when it comes to fisheries on this planet right now are Japan and Spain. Mm. So what is, what's Spain doing that's uh, detrimental? One of the largest fishing fleets, one of the most corrupt fishing fleets uh, on the planet. Hmm. So what? What? Uh, how can people be like a, a bit more? Are, are those products like being sold and purchased in the United States? Can we be wiser consumers? Is that something that people can do just every day at the corner market? I think the wisest thing is not to buy fish at all. You know, forty uh, percent of all the yeah, fish that's being fish. taken out of the ocean mm-hmm. has okay. been caught illegally. Wow. Okay. Uh, and and uh, so fish populations are being diminished overall uh, drastically. Hmm. Uh, so what we're looking at, you know, if the fish die, the ocean dies. The ocean dies, we die. It's as right. simple as that. Um, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of years, the shamans in uh, Paul in Polynesia had this thing called kapu, which meant that if anybody, they would declare a bay. This bay is kapu, no fishing. And uh, the if you're caught fishing, and well, it was the death penalty. And people say, well, that's a little extreme. They said, well, not to their point of view. From their point of view, they knew that if the fish died, they died. Hmm. Uh, they were dependent upon it. And uh, so uh, they were very strict on that. Today, we have no kapu areas. The fish are not safe anywhere. And, uh, you know, even Rayathon, the fish finding company, their motto is the fish can run, but they can't hide. And that's really the problem. Wow. Ooh. So don't eat fish. That's heavy. Yeah. Don't eat, don't All right. So don't uh, eat any Sea life or animals, probably, period. (laughs) Well, the other thing, too, the other thing, too, you have to understand is that a a good percentage of the fish that's caught in the ocean is then fed to to chickens and uh, and to pigs. And, in fact, uh, we live in a world right now where uh, factory farm chickens uh, eat more uh, fish than all the world's puffins and albatrosses put together. Oh, man. It's it just gets bigger and bigger. Astounding. Well, another thing we should be also concerned about is that uh, our domestic house cats eat more fish every year than the entire population of seals in the North Atlantic Ocean. That's 2.2 million tons I will, of uh, fish goes to feed cats. I will feed my cat turkey. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. No, but even then, I just, I yeah. can't, you just you can't, can't win. You can't win. That's, that's the number of, do, yeah, the de- vegan. number of domestic pets is just uh, astounding. Yeah, so, geez. and that, that hurts the environment. Yeah, well, well, cats can't be uh, can't be vegan, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, but, uh, the is, uh, but they they're, but they're naturally they don't eat fish. You know, cats don't even like water. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if a if a cat a domestic house cat ever came face to face with a tuna, the tuna would eat the cat. So it's not a natural thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a circle of life right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Whoever Paul. came up with the cat and the fish thing, then yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, Paul, thank you well, so the, much. The, the, 
Yeah, the, cat, well, the cats will eat it, of course, but it's not natural. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Food is food. Yeah. Food is food. That is it, Paul. Thank you so much, and uh, we will uh, we will keep you on tap if uh, more news breaks as uh, as things develop. I love checking in with you just because the stories are always so fascinating. Oh, well, thank you. All right. Well, uh, take care and uh, good luck on the seas. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Okay. All right. Be thank well. you. Holy smokes! That's wow. crazy. That's, he's like uh, a, he's like doing like the Lord's work, like. Yeah. <laughs> but, a lot, but a lot of folks, you know, could re- refer to him as, as a terrorist or a misanthrope. That's crazy because of all the stuff that he's doing and what he's trying to do. That yeah. it just gets perceived as something that's bad when he's actually trying to do a lot of good. Yeah, it's weird. I've never you know, actually heard about any you know? of this. They're it, like it's, they're like busting down ships. They're I never like... I never thought about house cats. Yeah, yeah, eating that, consuming that much fish. Yeah, and I never thought about you know the the, the seafood that goes to feed poultry that we consume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I don't. I don't ever think about that so, either. I guess I'm going to go on a strict vegetarian diet and just do lettuce, but not romaine. No, but not romaine because that'll give you E. coli. Apparently. That's it. Yeah. Was it E. coli? Wow. What? A, how do you? I, how do you win? You know? I, yeah. He's got some. He probably has some fascinating stories. Do you think he's a vegan? <laughs> I don't know. No, should have asked him. Dang. Get him on the next time around. Well, yeah. <laughs> go go bring him up again. Hey, I got one more question. He was him. He was just kicking back. Said, yeah, oh, I'll keep talking. That's, yeah, that's insane. Cool. Like it's just so, it's so crazy. Like I feel like I'm doing nothing. Every time we talk to these people, I'm like, wow, I'm doing nothing with my life. These people are out here saving the world, making it a better place. Well, you're you know, blowing them. up ships, blowing up poachers. Like, well, you're helping them get their word out. So, and then yeah. it comes, you know, you're doing something. All right, a little bit. So he's been doing some comic cons. Oh really? Yeah, he's appeared. At, he appeared at one back in, but I don't know if it was this August or like August three years ago. But a Vermont Comic Con. I'll go see him. And he got married, and they had a baby in October. But I don't know if it was just this past October or you know four <laughs> Octobers ago. Uh, so I didn't want to ask. But I was. Uh, he married an opera singer, <laughs> uh, a Russian-born opera singer. Oh. Um, and she's like all sea shepherd up now and she's yeah. a, a part of the thing um that's so cool that you can like volunteer and you can like go on their ships and stuff and like yeah, help them yeah. and like be like a part and not just you know sit at home yeah i there's mean one you're the... still helping if you're sitting at home but you know so we have our uh, again on the podcast we have uh, if you go back and look at some of the old episodes we have some of our old uh, we were putting up old because uh, we've been doing this animal talks been around since 94 right uh, that was four years before i was born yeah. <laughs> and uh you know so we have all these old interviews and we talked to like at least th- three five people from uh the whale wars and, and the sea shepherd have you talked to him before yeah 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 oh really that's yeah. crazy full yeah. circle and uh there's this one girl fiona she was an attorney uh and she was just volunteering her time uh and helping with all the legal matters because that's just uh, astounding as is you know, yeah. who's making the money off of all this Lawyers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you right, know, right. lawyers, 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 and in, in the apparently in the in the mob, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, uh, and politicians. So, uh, Sam, if you're uh, now, would be the time to change your major, political science. <laughs> no, but then you can become a diplomat, right? And you could be an ambassador, ambassador Sam, environmental lawyer. I mean, I don't know. And you could be ambassador of the ocean. Look, I really like animals, but like, I'm not a vegetarian, and I'll and I'm not vegan, and I still eat them, and like, I feel like I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. Pretty, also, I'd probably fail, and I would also fail through school. School would be extremely. School would be harder. You're so um, hard on yourself, Samantha. <laughs> guys, you got to take the easy way out with life. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I'm just uh, kidding. Oh, wow. No kidding. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm not kidding about? Uh-oh. What are you not kidding Putting about? Putting Sam kidding. to the test. Let's see if she fails. I'm going to fail again. <laughs> oh, here fiction. we you decide. Technically, I'm not deciding. Technically, it's already decided for me. We need to change that. Fair play. <laughs> so, fact or fiction, that's, this is how this works. I have three headlines. Three. Three headlines ripped from today's paper. One of them not, though. One of them uh, is a little bit of a fabrication, yes. Uh, a so, little bit. Uh, right. So, two are true. One is false. Samantha, you have to pick the false headline. I got That's this. That's how that works. I'm, I'm going to give them all to confident. Matthew. Yes, Matthew's going to have to read these to you, present them. Does in, he not know? You don't such know. A, no, no idea. Okay, cool. He needs to present them in, in such a fashion that uh, you will not understand uh, what, the, what the real one is. He doesn't know what the real one is, so <laughs> no. that'll be good. So, yeah, he won't be... Uh, or what the fake one is. <laughs> that one's very he, political at the very end. He won't... Uh, <laughs> this yeah, is about Donald he Trump. Won't, he won't be... Uh, I got to remember which one was false. <laughs> oh, you don't remember? Oh, you'll remember. I, I'm, a gold, I'm a goldfish. I'm, uh, it takes me, I'm like five seconds. I'm like, they all sound real. No, I know which one's false. All right. Are you ready, Sam? Okay. I'm going to, I'm not, I'm just going to cry because I already know I'm going to get it wrong anyways. Oh, so. you're going to be great, Sam. You all have right. a 33% chance That's to it. get it right. It's 33 between three. 33.333. Oh, repeating. So 33.34. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, no. What? You have a 33.3% chance. You have a one third chance. Okay. All right. Wait, so now we're going a hundred divided wait, a hundred divided <laughs> wait, a hundred divided by three is thirty three point three? Three, 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 three. Wait, hold on, hold on. Are you punching? You guys were right. Oh my gosh. Okay. The the magic of calculators. I didn't know. Here we go. This is why I haven't taken math. Two are true, one's false. Okay, okay, I'll do it. Number one. Number one. Here's why scientists are pouring over ancient alpaca poo. <laughs> Alpaca poo. <laughs> that can't be real. <laughs> well, let's let's find out. Endangered woolly monkeys to star in new North Face commercial to help save their lives. Okay, why would you? All right, let me get to the last okay. one. Okay, all right. Climate change is making sharks right-handed. <laughs> Because <laughs> right the, now they always swim to the left. left. Wait, what they do? <laughs> I have no idea. That one's fake. That one is fake. All right, man, read them again. Read them again. again. Okay. The shark one is fake. Wait, right. wait, read them again. Read them again. You gotta, you gotta take. You gotta take a moment here to think. Here's they all why, sound fake. You know, here's why scientists are pouring over ancient alpaca poo. I just wanted to see alpaca poo again. Alpaca poo. Right. Alpaca poo. Endangered woolly monkeys to star in new North Face commercial to help save their lives. And the last one, climate change is making sharks right-handed. Wait a minute. North Face? <laughs> so, like, the jackets? Yes. Woolly monkeys. Why, woolly monkeys. Wait. <laughs> That's the false one. Alpaca poo? <laughs> right-handed sharks. <laughs> they all sound terrible. I know which one is but like, it, but like, why would you have woolly monkeys in a commercial? And there's there's such a thing as woolly monkeys. Why would you have them in a commercial with a with a a a a jacket that uses like animal? Do they use animal? I don't know. As, as, that that wouldn't be as, saving their lives. The best part about this is that two of these are actually true. Yeah. 
That's the best part. There, there's a positive to this. So you've got, <laughs> which, which one's false? Which, can All I, right, first guess, best guess. Uh, but whatever. What do you want to? Can what do you I? Pick? Can I have? Uh, can I have? Can, can you I phone, phone a friend? A friend? Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna call a woolly monkey that you yeah. know? <laughs> or or an alpaca? I was gonna say, can I phone a friend or get like the the? I can't have you. Get say Paul which back one. on the line. Which one do you think it is? Oh, because I haven't seen. You yeah, know you don't know. I have no idea. I'm actually gonna go with the. Uh, the endangered woolly monkeys. Okay, I'm gonna go with that one too. Fake, fake one? I think that's the fake one. I'm gonna one. go with that one too. Uh, yes! <laughs> yes! See, see, your your percentage actually got better because it was the two of us. Yes. Dude. You were you were uh, you were guessing the last one, the the right-handed sharks. Yeah, yeah because like, at first you can't. How do you? I, I, I kind of I could have I should I should I should have just hit the wrong buzzer. <laughs> you mean? Stupid. There's no way to go. <laughs> because because I didn't know that sharks don't have hands. Also, they have fins. Oh, so. that was that was the headline. That You've was... seen Finding Nemo. They don't have hands. He was had a little flipper. Oh, so yeah, he's, was, they have like flippers, wife. but they're What's not. That? Paul's wife. Oh yeah, there she is. Oh, wow. are you admiring how good she looks how... or something? Yeah, Let me see. Pretty Very pretty lady. Uh, I was like, uh, no, I just I still have all the Sea Shepherd stuff up, and I'm trying to find the <laughs> the the stories, the stories. Um, wow, I'm so happy. Do I get so a prize? Woolly monkeys are yeah. Not you got starring... some Thai pizza yeah. here from the Detroit Shipping Company, where we're uh, I'm getting ice cream after broadcasting. <laughs> oh, while he's looking, Sam, as uh, part of the uh, uh, Animal Talk here on the Podcast Detroit yeah. Network. Yes. Where can we uh, find that? Where can we find the Animal Talk Radio app? Oh, oh yeah, this is a great time to do that. I was uh, looking for his stories. Oh yeah. uh, well, you can find us at www dot animaltalkradio.com you don't have to put the www anymore or http colon slash slash <laughs> um <laughs> but that's our website and then we're also animal talk radio on twitter and instagram and facebook and that's all of the social media and you can find us there and you could you know hit us up on that when uh, if people want to contact you is it Sam is rocking? Is that your Sam email? is rocking is Sam underscore is underscore rocking is my Twitter and my Instagram. Excellent. Excellent. And ja- Jamie, you're on there too. Yeah. DJ Jamie Detroit yeah. on pretty much everything. Yep. So, and then you're just Foxy Loxy. Yes. That's me. Foxy Loxy. <laughs> <laughs> is it Beazle Fox? Yeah. Oh, Beazle it's, Fox. A, it's a long story. It's uh, oh, I want to hear it now. No, not, not for here. Oh, so okay. here's the, here's, here's why scientists are pouring over alpaca poo. <laughs> I'm so happy that's real. This is, yeah, this uh, is out of Washington, D.C. Traces of a thousand-year-old poop in Peruvian soil could reveal the history of the alpaca domestication in the region. Peruvian. Just... Peruvian, Peruvian alpaca poop. Uh, Not just any alpaca. <laughs> researchers analyzed sediment uh, from cores extracted from the lakes in southeast Peru. They're looking for chemical fingerprints of compounds which appear uh, when cholesterol is broken down during digestion. They're expelled in feces, and the scientists uh, reported today in a presentation in their annual meeting of the American something union, uh, (laughs) the American Geophysical Union, uh, that uh, one type of, uh, it's associated with the guts and uh, so what do you do for a living well i'm a scientist and i look at alpaca poo that's alpaca poo so they're they're finding out when alpacas became uh domesticated so they're using this to to trace um the changes in in the the their feces evolution uh, of the the evolution of the alpacas Mm. um 
And uh, there was a dramatic increase in deer populations around 1000 AD. Hmm. And there was a big spike there. So it's uh, studying these alpaca, these deer type beasts. Hmm. Uh, they're Wait, learning so more are, about uh, the alpaca, uh, the alpacas. And, are alpacas a type of deer? I don't know. It, mentions, it mentions deer. A descendant here too. of a yes. deer. So like, like chickens are a descendant of sharks. You know, of penguins like T-Rex is practically things. chickens. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. Who told me that? Oh, that was my boyfriend. Sorry, what, Bugs Bunny told you that penguins were practically chickens. No, my no, my boyfriend <laughs> told me that they that this. You're dating Bugs Bunny. Yes, I am. Did, did you meet him on the corner of Albuquerque? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they like breeded a. Ch- uh, these scientists like took out the gene of a chicken with it, like the gene that like makes its beak. Mm-hmm. And then they they grew it, and it just ended up looking like a, a dinosaur. Yeah, a T Rex. And then they also did the same thing with the wings, and then it just had little like T Rex arms. Oh. It's weird. Big head, small arms. I yeah, don't think you thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the other one, uh, climate change is making sharks right-handed. <laughs> yeah, please. Share. I have no idea. Australian scientists went snorkeling for shark eggs, and then incubated those eggs in a special tank designed to simulate. A hot end of century temperatures expected to prevail if climate change continues unabated. Uh, over half of the sharks died within the month, and the others became right-handed. So they simulated uh, they became, projected global How do you know that they warming. became right-handed? Uh, well, that's what they used to pitch. <laughs> sharks can't throw. Sharks don't have thumbs. Fingers this is the best visual for a podcast ever. I'm throwing the ball with my little shark. And nobody can see. And nobody can see. That's why I had to say that. So a team of biologists from uh, a university in Sydney knew the previous researchers, uh, knew from previous research that warming ocean temperatures alter the way fish grow and develop. Researchers wanted to find out whether these changes would also affect fish behavior, specifically when sharks raised in a tank warmed to projected end of century temperatures Mm -hmm. would show a preference for swimming in one direction over another. They would swim. When faced with a Y-shaped pathway, basically, uh, could global warming make sharks right or left-handed? Why does that affect them? How does that like? How does that make anything any different? I have no bloody idea. Uh, sharks, you may be tempted to point out, don't actually have hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. Now, you why sure? would you? Why? But they do have fins, which are genetically not so far off from human arms. So when science talk about right or left-handedness in sharks, the marine creatures, uh, they can actually talk about, they're actually talking about lateralization. And I said that word correctly. A tendency uh, of one half of animal's brain to automatically control certain (laughs) behaviors with simple automated automated behaviors. Wait, so why, so do they have, are are they like us? They got like the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain. they have um, brains? It's just, like, yeah. just they, they, the way that, you know, the, the water, the temperature of the water, they're yeah. going to probably go where it's not as warm. So they're going to. Don't they do that always? I, yeah, no, I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. So. Oh, this isn't real I'm news. I'm not a biologist. Fake news. It's, no, it's not. So, I, I, but, but no, but somebody's out there. And it was studying fun- sharks, and, and it was funded, and and yeah, somebody. This is their how they get their funding. I mean, that's right. cool and stuff. Like you do, you man, but like <laughs> you do, you. I really hope nobody hates me after like. So, but here's the thing: I, I the the fake headline was what again? Uh, endangered woolly monkeys to star in new North Face commercial to help save their lives. There are endangered woolly monkeys, Samantha. 
They're oh, just they're... not starring in North Face commercials. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Could you see them in there with their little coats on? <laughs> no. And all the money raised, like they they donate money to the, the woolly monkeys. North I thought, right I thought, here. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, but I thought about it like like North Face. I don't know if they use like animal products for like their. Uh, I don't know if they're like vegan. I don't know who. I only have. Yeah. I have a North Face if jacket. Is, is it down? The maybe? woolly monkeys are showing off. Their all right, but here's the thing. Here's the real story, right? Scientists try to save woolly monkeys from extinction by training them to be wild again hmm. and putting oh, them. In so North you, you took. Oh wait, really? So no, uh, oh. but they're trained to be wild again. So Colombia's Andes Mountains used to be loaded with wildlife, including South America's sole bear species, the <laughs> spectacular bear, the mountain taper. Um, you couldn't walk a mile in the jungle without seeing a, a woolly monkey. Uh, big, agile, charism- charismatic primates with par- powerful long tails. Uh, the species is now hard to spot over the past 50 years. Habitat lost to poaching and smuggling uh, for adoption as pets has decimated the Columbia's woolly monkey population. You know how they're going to do this? They're cute babies. You know how they're going to yeah. come back? They're going to come. Everything's they're going to ride up on their big woolly mammoths. Be like, leave us alone leave us alone oh uh, i want one so but they're trying to restore columbia's jungles uh to save the woolly monkeys uh so wildlife and, and environmental agencies are teaming up with scientists and uh they're trying to protect the forest and and they're trying to uh get the monkeys back in there and they're they're trying to uh reintroduce um some uh, not domesticated but captive monkeys mm. So that's what they're wow. they're trying they're to. Gonna, so they're trying to preserve the woolly monkeys by getting them back out there. They're gonna find. They're gonna get their genome so they can salvage that at the same time. They're gonna take a picture picture of it from fifteen different angles. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you were Make you it were a absent. You were absent for that one. Yes, uh, I was. pet key. Yes, uh, we did a, a, bit, a bit, not a bit, but uh, one of uh, a guy a from a guy from pet key was here, huh. um, talking about uh, you know help help the pet key getting pets home and the microchipping. And everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and i said you know well god forbid uh because he's a computer programmer i said well god forbid the dog doesn't make it home or the cat doesn't make it home what people should do is take a pet take pictures of their pet from at least 15 different angles <laughs> and he said and then he could create holograms uh, <laughs> of the pets um you know and they laughed at me all three of them brian our guest sam they all laughed at me but people clone their dogs yeah. people like get their dogs cloned mm-hmm. um I don't think it's too far fetched to think somebody would get, uh, and holograms are getting better and better, right? Tupac went on tour last year or something, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As did, as as did, a hologram? As did Michael. Yeah. Michael, yeah, there was like a Michael Jackson. Wait, so on people tour paid like millions of dollars to see a hologram? Yes. Yep. Have you met people? <laughs> I'm not very bright. You just gotta find the I mean, genome. Like, Once like, you have so, the genome, you can create. So, it does you want. that mean you could jump on stage and like nobody would tackle you because actually there would be no harm because you wouldn't harm the person and because <laughs> they're not there and they're a hologram. And, you might get booed off stage at that point. Rest in peace. Yes. Would I go see a Blink One Eighty Two hologram? Yes. Yes. See. <laughs> well, actually, people. actually, I don't know. Can we, can because... we have that projected into my room, please? <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. oh my! <laughs> Computer. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oof. Computer begins simulation. <laughs> What's my age again? <laughs> Oh, uh, but we were going to talk about uh, pet names. Yes. Right? I threatened to uh, talk about pet names. Um, what's the most popular? Oh, Max. is this numbered here? Max. It's, uh, so it's, it's, uh, there's, it's not numbered. Um, 
So it's not like this was number one. Um, but uh, what are you, she says Max is on the list. Do you have any? That's, I know that's uh, on, on the, the list. list. I'm going to say Spot for dogs. Spot, yeah. All right. So uh, we got Bella. Yeah. We got Coco. If Max isn't on there, I'm going to shoot myself. Charlie. Just kidding. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Lucy. Cat. Would you name a dog Lucy? I have. Uh, well, just so I can walk in the house and say, Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> just, if that's why people did that. Uh, <laughs> just so I can do that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Bex. Bex? Really? Yeah, B-E-C-K-S. Bex. I wonder if it's like a German thing in beer. Yeah, people. I was about to say. I think that's do they, it. Do they, but that's the thing. Do they drink Bex beer in Germany or is that just they export it? I think they export we it. We drink out. that kind of like Molson. Yeah. Uh, next on the list was a dog named Max. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> Poppy. Poppy. Poppy the dog. Poppy Bailey. Bailey? Yeah. yeah. Bailey. That's another that's that another alcohol related. There's a lot thing. of kids named Bailey. I get yeah. it. So that, that's alcohol related, I would Oh, imagine. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Molly. Mo- I, I've heard Molly a lot. Actually we did a uh, dog sit for a hey, Isn't that a drug? Yeah. Uh, uh yes. yes. Is it which you, one is it? You roll on it. Marijuana? No. Ecstasy? No. I think I don't oh, know Molly. I don't know. I think it's speed. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we. Had, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, wow, we, we made it this far on the show without, without Sam swearing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she whispered that one. Yeah, yeah we actually dog uh, said. Uh, I'm I'm Molly. very I sheltered. I don't know anything. Google about it, drugs. Sam. Yeah. Right. You, you Where to find just... Molly? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Open the door. We're downtown Detroit. If we said, and we're in the neighborhood we're in. Yeah. If we said, hey, where's the Molly? Yeah. Uh, we would probably find out. <laughs> We probably would find out. And the last one oh here on the list. Oh, my God. That's a long name. Uh, oh, it's Meth. Yeah. Meth. Is it? All right. Is that the, no, no, is that, is that the last name, Meth? Is it Speed? It's in Meth. Okay. All right. Oh, Ecstasy. Commonly known as Ecstasy. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. Fair play. Uh, and then Bud was the last. Spot didn't make the list. What? I had a dog named Buddy. Buddy, hey, not buddy. buddy. See, I had a Bubba. That's I who a, I named him after. With buddy a, the Elf. I had a Fudge. We had a we had a Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. Yep. We had a Jamie the Beagle. We oh, had Sandy, I love Beagles. The yeah, yeah. We didn't have any of those names. I, I have got, Mike the Cat, or I had. He's buried in my backyard in Texas. Rest in peace, Mike. Yeah, we Jamie has some pretty cool names for your animals. Yeah, yeah. Percy, Percy, Kirby, oh, Percy, Kirby. Kirby. There was Norman in between. Norman. He was very short lived. Oh, why? Norman, Norman had a problem. Okay. Oh, is he okay? Or <laughs> sorry, He's, he made I'm him laughing. cry. I'm Come so on, man. Sorry. Come on, Sam. Him and Kirby are hanging out. Norman. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Norman had. I never heard about Norman. Norman before. had a problem. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, he had a bad ticker and. Oh. Sorry. Poor, poor he guy. only had a short visit with us. Aww. It was a I wonderful had my cat for... short little visit. Hmm. What about cats? What are some good names? Years? Ah, cats. For cats. What's uh, a good what was your cat's name? Mike. <laughs> I named him hey, after Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> hey, guess what it is? Mike, 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 Mike. I named him after Monsters Inc. Oh yeah. Mike okay. Wazowski? Yeah, I was four when I named it, so that's that's what I named him after. Yes. And he was with me for like eleven years and then yeah, I wish had a, uh, we had a cat named Sam at one point in time. What? No way! Sammy. Yeah, we called yeah. him Sammy. Yeah. yeah, we had a cat. Yeah. Sam, 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 fish, fish is yeah. what uh, we called the cat. We had a Mo- wow. We had a Maury. I'm so honored. We had Angie. We had a Basket Boy because he just loved to sleep in baskets from like Basket Boy. That's it. Oh, what was his real name? Uh, we, actually, our two brothers it was Frick and Frack. <laughs> Frick and Frack. So <laughs> Frick and Frack. 
But, you know, if you have one animal, you, that animal has more than one name. Oh, yeah. My dog so. has 20 plus names. All I don't right. even call him his real name anymore. Right. <laughs> what about cats? What about the cat list, right? What was uh, about? Snowball. Snowball? What's right. on the cat list? Uh, on the cat list, I'm going to say <sighs> Charlie. This one's coming in. Charlie. It's uh, you good because it's a lot of like name names on here. Oh, really? Uh, it's not this snowball? one's this one's numbered. Uh, starting Fluffy. at number ten, Milo. Milo. Oh, you that's such mean? a cute name. Yeah, Milo. Uh, Lily is number nine. Okay. Eight for cats. Yes. Snowball. Max. Oh. Uh, number seven Snow- is Leo. Leo the lion. Leo, Leo the lion. Snowball. Why? I feel like people call their cats names that aren't actually names, like Snowball or right. Fluffy. What's number or... six. What about Chloe for number six? Oh, really? That's for cute. a cat name. That's cute. Popular this yeah. year. And, and then uh, coming in at uh, oh, number five year? is Charlie. Yeah. Hey, hey go me. This yeah. year? Oh, so nobody's no going to use Charlie Snowball. <laughs> nobody's going to use Snowball. That's like an early 2000s thing. There's another Lucy. <laughs> There's another Lucy. Again, Lucy. I'm home. I'm home. I may just change Percy's name to Lucy just to do that. <laughs> uh, Bella. Uh huh. And uh, Oliver. Oh, that's such a cute name. Oliver. Oh, these Oliver. are what I'm going to name Please, my children. He's here. The cat gets done looking at eating. Please, sir, can I have some more? Yeah, that's uh, constantly. <laughs> and then the number one name for a uh, cat this past year Snowball. Luna. Oh, wow. Luna. Yeah. I wonder if that's after According uh, Harry Potter. According to Meowbox. Luna, Luna My boyfriend's it. dog is named Luna. Yeah. One of them. One of them. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really say where they came up, how they created this <laughs> list. Snowball. Uh, I, I just made crap Snowball. up, and so here you go. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like They just show. took half of the names from the dog list. We just kind of made this crap up, and uh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> oh, Samantha, we're running low on time. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. What? We're already done, you guys. Why? It goes by fast when you're having fun. Guys, can we like hang out or something? I'm it's bored. It's time for the bad. Oh, this better be a good one. I'm ready to laugh. All right, so Samantha, uh, what do you do with a blue whale? You don't poach it. <laughs> wow, way to go, PC. <laughs> PC. A blue whale? Cheer it up. Because <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> All right, so Sam. Yes. You get trapped inside a whale. What do you do? Help. Scream for help. You run around till you're pooped out. <laughs> because, 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 yeah, I get it. I get it. Pooped yeah. on a lot of yeah, different poop, levels. Yeah, different different types of pooped. <laughs> there you go. There, Can you do one more? There you have it. That's all I have. That's all I have. I, got, I have oh, one. Matthew has one. There okay, you go. Okay. Well, it's not a joke. It's more of a statement. Huh? So, uh, oh, okay. I, uh, I just named my dog 10 miles. So now I can say I walk 10 miles every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Today that. I walked 10 miles. <laughs> uh, that'll do it. That'll do it. I'm going to name my child that. <laughs> I gave birth to 10 months. Mo- oh, I don't know if that would work. All right. A big thank you to Paul Watson yes. from uh, org. Not John Paul Watson. <laughs> don't stick that knife in your legs, Sherlock. Do not stick that. <laughs> don't do it. As Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but they just did Sherlock and Holmes, so yes. it's going to be a... Uh, I can't wait. To see don't that. stick that hypodermic in your leg, Sherlock. <laughs> don't do it. You guys are gonna go see that has like a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, it's supposed to. That's, That's the whole a point. Will Ferrell <laughs> movie, pretty much generally. Yeah. I mean, he's all right. Yeah. right. I love it. No, I'll go see it. Absolutely. Uh, 
So, uh, but yeah, there you go. So, seashepherd.org, uh, uh, Paul Watson, uh, Captain Paul Watson, thank you for uh, being with us. And thank, thank you, you for tuning in and, and being here. Getting to the end of it. If you did, please like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment. Uh, but like and subscribe. Those things uh, help extraordinarily. Wherever you download your podcast, find your podcast, give it a little thumbs up or, or give it a rating. That would be extraordinary. Go, they were cool. Uh, except for cool. that Jamie guy it was great whatever except I just, for Sam uh, because she's loud and obnoxious anything so uh, we appreciate it but uh, and just being there because uh, people download this all the time and uh, we thank you yes. for it um, yes. animaltalkradio.com and then animaltalkradio on all the socials yes. so follow us like subscribe and thank you thanks guys. thank you have an we exotic love you have an exotic week and kiss you all thing for me <laughs> <laughs>